Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you're a true player, you look for every advantage you can get. Congratulations. You just found it. The Winning Edge. Sports gaming strategies and information you won't find anywhere else. 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. And we are back. Hour number two for El Coast to Coast on a Friday right here. Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM up to channel 159. Up the dial, baby. Good to have you with us here on a pain-free Friday. Carver High and Dane Martinez with you. And now, as we always do on Friday, we talk the fight game. Brian Ciano, our man, Mafia Moff, man. We got it all cooking here this week. We got Bare Knuckle. We got Bellator. We got UFC. Full plate, let's start fight night tomorrow night. Who's fighting? What do we got? And as always, can I watch it? <laughs> you got ESPN Plus? You can, Mike. It is a loaded, loaded day. Oh, two days, actually, because it starts tonight. We have two cards tonight with BKFC and Bellator. Tomorrow you have UFC fight night, although it's really fight afternoon, 4 o'clock Eastern. So right in the midday of the sports you know, uh, schedule there on ESPN Plus from the Apex in Vegas, you have Max Holloway versus Yari Rodriguez is number one, number three. As far as contenders go in the featherweight division, these guys are small, but these guys are fierce and badass. Rodriguez, 8-1 in his time in the UFC. Nice wins over guys like Dan Hooker, Alex Caceres, Korean Zombie, BJ Pett, Jeremy Stevens. He's violent. He's well-rounded. And against any other person, not only would I pick him, but he'd probably be favored. But he's going against Max Holloway. Bless is one of the most bad guys to ever be in the featherweight division. One of the greatest champions the UFC seen in this division. Maybe one of the greatest you know, dominant guys ever in the last 20 years. I thought he won the second Volkanovski fight. He lost the first one, lost his belt. I thought he should have gotten his belt back. They didn't give it to him, so what does he do? He goes out and takes out on Kelvin Katar and just beats the hell out of him for five rounds. I'm riding with him, and the book agrees that he is obviously the better fighter. Minus 820, so you're not going to make money in that way. So what do we do? Find out different ways. Now, they're leaning towards it being a, a you know five-round, all-the-way points fight. In fact, the number one way is Holloway by points at plus 110. You could go, you know, being by points, I think it's like minus 110. I'm going to go the opposite way. Three rounds, I'll go and give you know Rodriguez credit. Five rounds with Holloway is not easy to do for anybody. I think Holloway gets a finish in this one at plus 140. I'm going to say he does it in round four or five. Go to the championship rounds at plus 500 because there's a lot of specials here on FanDuel for this fight of different ways to do it, like who has the most takedowns, who has the most significant strikes, all these different ways. So in that, I'm going Holloway, KO, TKO, and won the last two rounds plus 500. Then you also have heavyweight Ben Rothwell versus Mark, uh, Marcos Rodrigo de Lima. He's the two big guys. De Lima is a tough heavyweight. He's been up and down his career, alternating wins and losses. Uh, he had a lot of KO wins in his career. Rothwell is like the heavyweight energizer buddy. The dude just keeps coming. He does not stop. He just keeps getting hit. Doesn't matter. He's getting late in his career, but I th- still think that he is the better guy in this fight. He 
you know, struggles against the top guys in the division. But I think against Alima, I think he gets the win here. Minus 158 is Rothwell. And while Fandle's leaning towards the KO, and with the time props and how it will end, they're all leaning towards it, ending by a KO with these big guys. I'm going to go the opposite way. Three rounds, uh, toughest these two guys. I'm going to say it ends in points at plus 150. So that's tomorrow afternoon, UFC fight yes. night. You can check that out on the plus. Uh, Bellator is tonight, Mafia. What do we got? Another tomato can for Cyborg tonight? <laughs> yeah. Well, just, just about everybody outside of Amanda Nunez <laughs> is, a, is a tomato can for Chris Cyborg. She has just run that division forever. She's the headliner. Her title's on the line, the featherweight title fight. 10 o'clock tonight from down in Florida, down in Hollywood at the Hard Rock on Showtime. You can check that out. Uh, fighting Sinead Kavanaugh, the great Irish fighter who wants to be the first Irish women's champion. Getting advice for Conor McGregor. Not going to do her any good. She's only 4-3 and three in Bellator. It's not even like she has a great record. Cyborg is an all-time great outside of anybody, you know, named Amanda Nunez. She's going to run through with the rest of them. Obviously, again, the, the odds are ridiculous. Minus 3,500 in this one. So where do you find the value? Even in ending in KO or Cyborg by KO or Cyborg winning the first three rounds, they're all over, you know, three to one odds. You know, they're getting heavy, heavy numbers that you have to lay in order to make money in that. So I'm going to go with splashing a little cash here that she gets the finish in round two at plus 270 or round three at plus 500 because that's where the value is. And then heavyweight, you have Linton Vassal. Uh, versus Tyrell Fortune. These are guys who are big heavyweights. These are guys who know each other well as former training partners. Vassal fought a light heavyweight for a long time and got a title shot there before moving up to heavyweight. Has won his last two by KO, but I'm still going with Fortune. He's a big guy, former wrestler. He uses that to take guys down and pump your face. I think he does it here against his old friend at minus 198. And then in featherweight, Aaron Pico versus Justin Gonzalez. This one is one where uh, Gonzalez is undefeated striker. It's his only second fight in Bellator. Mostly decision wins, so he's got a lot of stand-up and not a lot of power. Pico, on the other hand, is a big grappler, big wrestler guy. I think this is one where they're just feeding him to keep up the, you know, the hype of this guy. As he has been improving with those fists, got a four-fight win streak. I'm taking it on a minus 340. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast on a Friday. Carver High in, Scotty out, Mafia talking fights with us. We also have Bare Knuckle in the mix tonight. Violence, Mafia. What do we, we have? Do. Violet's at the highest level here. It's at, that's one's the closest. We got this one at 8 o'clock Eastern tonight. So in just under three Ooh. hours, this will be going off. You can get the, you know, the Bare Knuckle Fight app. Go check that out if you want to watch it. You know, we talked about it on uh, my Bare Knuckle Fighting main event this week, as usual. We got a couple of fighters on here. So, you know, you got the Cruiserweight title on the line with Hector Lombard versus Lorenzo Hunt. These guys absolutely hate each other. Hunt jumped in the ring after... Lombard won a controversial decision over Riggs in the summer, and Lombard immediately threw a couple punches at him. Then you had this week where, you know, at the weigh-ins the other day, the press conference that Hunt went over and grabbed the belt, and, you know, the, the table got turned, and there's a lot of violence. I'm taking Hunt, minus 125. I think he's in Lombard's head. Lombard's older. I think Hunt's faster, more athletic, and he's in his head. You fight angry. It's dangerous. Also on the line, lightweight title, Luis Palomino versus Dat Win. Dat Win was the former champ at 135. Now he's jumping up here to 155. That's a lot to jump up. I don't care if Palomino had COVID a couple months ago. He's recovered well enough. He's going to be a lot heavier, a lot stronger. I think the power is going to be a problem for when I'm taking Palomino minus 185. And Britton Hart, who we also talked to this week, uh, against Pearl Gonzalez. I think Hart wins this minus 180 with her violence and just coming straight forward at Gonzalez. Keep rolling. Coast to coast. Right after this. 
The Sports Grid TV Network is a new streaming video sports channel for you, dedicated to serving the massive fantasy sports and wagering audience. Sports Grid TV is live, free on Sling TV, with real-time data and expert commentary, featuring Pat McAfee, Scott Farrell, Gabe Marinci, Pro Football Doc Dr. David Chow, NFL Insider Adam Kaplan, and more. Simply download the Sling TV free app and go to the sports channels to watch Sports Grid and get the winning edge. That's Sports Grid TV, free on Sling TV. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It has come to our attention that some of you are guilty of superstition. Dude, trust us. Winning after an XL pepperoni pie before every game is just a coincidence. Take a breath. And maybe a diabetes test. We're your home for the winning edge. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. And we are back. Pharrell Coast to Coast on a pain-free Friday. Carmen by Dane Martinez in for Scotty. Sports Grid NFL insider Adam Kaplan coming up later on this hour. Stay on the grid all day, even when you're not tuned in. Please, I mean, just follow us already. At Sports Grid, at Sports Grid TV, at Sports Grid Radio. Everything that you need, all the line moves, all the changes, content here from us, everything you got to get at Sports Grid, at Sports Grid TV. All right, Dane. College football weekend. Of course, uh, the college football playoff rankings the other night. All the teams that are in the mix here. Let's start with now number five, Cincinnati, who plays tonight on a Friday night down in Tampa against South Florida. The Bulls and Jeff Scott getting now 22 and a half day. This line is on the move as we are now less than an hour to kick off. This is a 6 p.m. Eastern kick between these two teams we've been saying it for weeks dane and i feel like the couple fridays me and you have been together it's been like a broken record this is the cincinnati's got to pound this team they need to show the committee they need style points well that was their worst performance was last saturday against tulsa and guess what they moved up a spot did it help that michigan state lost of course it did but they moved up from six to five so clearly dane maybe the committee isn't as concerned about style points but i do think they get some tonight against the Bulls. 
Fair enough. You know what's stylish, Carver? Actually going undefeated, which is something that as more yes. and more of these teams fall by the wayside, right, and trip up on the road in conference, like we saw with Michigan State, like we saw with Wake Forest. Even I know I know there was the asterisk. It's not an actual conference game, but it is hard to do. Oregon struggled last week on the road. Even the Buckeyes struggled in Lincoln on the road in conference. So if you can get through this and keep the bagel on the right side of your record, that is stylish to me. I like that the Bearcats are at five. I think Ohio State, Michigan still have to play each other. I think eventually, if they just maintain winning, they will find themselves in the top four. I think, though, that's the reason why this line has gone down. It is not easy to win on the road in conference. It is not easy to cover over 20 points. But remember, Cincinnati doesn't care about your point spread. They just care about keeping the bagel on the right side of their record. And ultimately, I do think they do that tonight. Uh, South Florida at home last week played a very spirited game with Houston uh, where they covered the number at home against the other mm. top team in the American. Maybe they could do that tonight as well yeah. with Cincinnati in. Other game tonight, Dan, you'll have this during in-game live right here on Sports Grid, of course, 9 to midnight Eastern, is Boise State hosting Wyoming. Little Friday night Mountain West, Dan. I love these games. We got the blue now, turf. Boise has not been <laughs> – the blue turf we're on as well. Boise has not been great this year, but they had their best performance of the season last Saturday when they thumped Fresno State on the road. They come home. It's just under two touchdowns, minus 13 and a half. But Wyoming, Dane, has played Boise very well the last couple of years. Mm. I like the amount of points they're getting here. I think this is a very slow game. I mean, we were talking rock fight before. I mean, this is going to be like a pebble throw. I think not a lot of points between Boise and Wyoming. Give me the 13 and a half tonight, Dane. Let's go with the Cowboys. No, fair enough, especially if the Broncos just had their biggest game of the year. You know, sometimes you start to get high on the hog a little bit. I can see them come back down to earth, maybe still win the game, but not cover the 13-and-a-half-point number, similar to Cincinnati. Win but not cover tonight for the favorites. Now let's get to tomorrow's game, noon Eastern kickoff in Happy Valley between the Wolverines yes. and the Nittany Lions. Yes, the big game. Now earlier in the week, Dane, Penn State – was favored by a point and a half. Now the Wolverines are the road favorite by a point and a half with some movement that way. Total of uh, now down to 48 and a half. This is a big spot for Michigan. They're now up to six. We know what their big game is. Mm -hmm. It's Ohio State in a couple of weeks, but they still need to get through this one. Penn State, they've had some bad luck in these big games, whether it was Clifford getting hurt against Iowa. They just couldn't finish the job against Ohio State. And I think tomorrow, Dane... They lose as well. I think Michigan takes care of Penn State on the road tomorrow. I think Michigan wins as well. Remember, these teams in the top six or the top seven, top eight at this point have to go clean from here on out to make it into the final four. I think Michigan goes into Happy Valley and punches the Nittany Lions in the mouth. And I got to tell you the truth, Carve. I think the time of this game is a big help for Michigan. If this was one of those whiteouts late at night at Happy Valley, I might back Penn State like it was against Auburn earlier in the year, right? But the fact that it's a noon kickoff, I actually think helps the Wolverines. The Nittany Lion fans will still be hungover and not as lubricated as they could if it was a whiteout. I like Harbaugh and the Wolverines on the road. 
Uh, I'm with you. Let's go uh, Michigan tomorrow. I think they take care of business. Noon kickoff definitely going to be a factor. Oklahoma still number eight in the college football playoff rankings, even though they are undefeated. They didn't play last week. They didn't move. They go to Waco to take on Baylor. This has actually now gone down to five and a half, Dane. It was six and a half for the last couple days and the last few hours down another point. I'll tell you this, Baylor 5-0 and against the spread at home this year. Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma 5-12 and ATS as a road favorite, including a couple of outright losses. A lot of people are back in the Bears tomorrow, Dane, but I think Oklahoma actually shows up tomorrow and takes care of business. I think the game they're going to lose is in two weeks when they play Oklahoma State. Sure, Bedlam absolutely could be. There's a lot of places where the Sooners could trip up. This game and the one against OK State are both on the road, and that is going to be the problem for the Sooners. I hear you. They haven't covered spreads. Rattler was supposed to be the number one overall pick at the beginning of the season. He's not even the starting quarterback anymore. The way I go in this game is give me over the 62 and a half. I'm with a lot of people who think they could lose in Waco, but instead, I'll take the over 62 and a half. I think there will be points and as a Cincinnati and an Oregon backer I hope the Sooners go down to Baylor but the best bet for me is the over all right let me give you the rest of the big games over the weekend now Dane Purdue who's been a bit of a giant killer this year now goes to Columbus to take on Ohio State 20 and a half a very fat number I think Ohio State wins Dane but Purdue is going to get inside of this number. Washington State has covered 11 of their last 12 against Oregon, Dane. Oregon has not been good as a double-digit favorite this year. I like the Cougars, one of my favorite plays of the weekend, and Oklahoma State, who we said we need them to win out here and get to that Bedlam game with only one loss, 11.5 against TCU. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, Purdue won against Iowa, won against Michigan State. Both of those games, though, were at home. This one will be in the horseshoe, which I think is completely different. I think the Buckeyes actually see what's in front of them and roll. Oregon, watch out. These Pac-12 teams, Oregon specifically, they trip up as soon as they're in pole position, as soon as there's expectations for them. The Oregon Ducks trip up, kind of like the Vikings and Chargers we talk about. So I hope they can continue to get through against Washington State and Oklahoma State needs to keep winning if they want to stay live and they are right now in the Big 12 I think they roll at home Uh, also Dane Georgia is going to take on Tennessee Uh, nobody has been able to score on Georgia this year and I don't think that changes with Hendon Hooker and the Vols tomorrow 19 and a half lay it Maryland and Michigan State uh, minus 12 and a half for Sparty I like the under Dane in Texas A&M and Old Miss under 57 and a half Mm. Wake Forest is going to lose this one's going to count in the conference standings against North Carolina State at home I like the Wolfpack and the Irish Dane Prime time in Charlottesville against Virginia. Give me the Irish minus five and a half. Let's go, Dane. All right, fair enough. I do not think Wake Forest loses two in a row at home. I think Hartman comes back and shows that he is a very good quarterback. Wake can still be the ACC champion, and I think they win at home against the Wolfpack to continue that uh, goal being alive. Yeah, full day of college football, going to be outstanding. You got you covered on in-game live all day on Saturday right here on SportsGrid. We will come back. NFL insider Adam Kaplan, start getting us ready for Sunday in the NFL. SportsGrid, SportsGrid Radio, Pharrell Coast to Coast. We keep rolling after this. 
From the City of Angels to the Big Apple. Shake it up with Pharrell Coast to Coast. Shake it up to do the all my friends and come around plaza plaza. With your host, the one and only Scott Pharrell. Coast to coast in the biggest way possible. Hang it up. Covering every sport, every league, every single weekday. And Scott's got an opinion on all. Get that guy a cold beer. I mean that he's telling it exactly like it is. Jump on the coast to coast bandwagon with America's most engaging sports personalities. We all love to bet on everything. Regular contributors including NFL insider Adam Kaplan, the pro football doc Dr. David Chow, NBA Radio's Rick Kamla, Bleacher Report MLB insider Scott Miller, the sports professor Rick Harrow, USA Today's Bob Nightingale. Every game, every story, every injury, everything you need to know. Join the Pharrell Coast to Coast party every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern, 1 to 3 Pacific, only on Sports Grid. Price drop, time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's get something straight right here. The winning edge is not luck. It's sports gaming strategies and information you can use to make your own luck. It's right here on the home of the winning edge. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Friday. Carver High in for Scotty. And as always, we get ready for the NFL weekend with Sports Grid NFL insider Adam Kaplan. Adam, happy Friday to you, my man. Always good to see you. And we have to start with last night, of course, because the dogs were barking again, Adam. I can't believe it. The Dolphins beat the Ravens in South Beach. What a performance by their defense. And the NFL is loving this. You know, it's funny. I, I just am in the process of booking my Super Bowl trip. I generally book them early. And I have no idea who's going to make it, Mike. I thought your bills would make it. We'll get to them later. It's really hard to understand that what has happened. The, the upset specials in week nine. Uh, the road teams this year have a better record than the home teams. I mean, this is – you can't make this up. The NFL, Mike, will tell you. As they've told me many years, they hate when I say parody. They say, please call it competitive balance. Yeah. That's what they have. Yeah. It keeps the fans in it, Mike. You know it. I mean, last night, perfect example, right? The Ravens clearly the better team. The Dolphins have been awful. They lost seven in a row. 
there's really no reason to think they would come out and win other than the Ravens have been living dangerously. Close win after close win. That Lions game where the Lions got robbed, they got cheated by the refs missing that delay of game and, and Tucker having the longest kick in NFL history. Then you fast forward to the Viking game last week. The Vikings played great first half. They choked the game. Lamar Jackson brings it back. But last night, you've got to give the Dolphins credit and, and Brian Flores, the head coach. They said, you know what? If we got any chance to win, we've got to bring the heat against Lamar Jackson. And that's what they did. So it does, it does bode the question here. Is there a formula to go against Lamar Jackson? Because the, the Ravens offensive line has had some issues. Do you just blitz them? Because the Dolphins blitzed more in this game than in any other game. And that was one big reason they won 22 to 10. So give give the Dolphins credit. But you don't have to scratch your heads in the AFC. Who wants to win that conference? Yeah, that's the thing for me, Adam. I brought it up earlier. Like, everybody seems to have had their turn with a really head-scratching loss. I mean, the Bills, of course, had it against Jacksonville Sunday. The Ravens have it last night. The Chiefs have kind of been head-scratching all year long. I don't know if everybody has a lot of faith yet in teams like the Raiders or the Bengals or the Broncos or any of those teams that are kind of jammed in the middle. The Browns are there as well. The AFC is as wide open as it's ever been, Adam. This is going to be fun down the stretch. It is good, and it keeps the fans' interest because it's the when the NFL – I know talking to them, when they added the last two wild cards, the seventh team in, in each conference, they knew that would help not only coaches keep their jobs in front offices, but it'll keep the fans in it. The the, the, the Ravens, now they they may not win the division, but they're almost certain to get in in the, the AFC because you've got three wild cards. Uh, the, the one team you didn't mention above there, it's the Titans. Do you trust the Titans? We'll get into yeah. their matchup later against the Saints. Because right when you want to back a team, I know I do power rankings, right? So I remember three weeks ago, I moved the Bengals up. They, they had the blowout win at Baltimore, right? What are they doing the next week? They play soft coverage against Mike White, of all people, the quarterback for the Jets. He tears them apart. And then they get, then, I mean, they get dominated. They, they get dominated at home. So the, the next week, I, this league is, is crazy. You, for people who bet out there, I, I don't know how you go in thinking, oh, yeah, I love this team this week, plus the points or minus the points. I guess you would say pl- the, plus the points. Because it seems to me, Mike, if you're better, you've got a better chance to win this year taking the dogs and taking the favorites. Because who the heck knows from week to week if the favorite's going to show up? It's so true. Uh, One more on the Ravens before we go to this Sunday. You know, you mentioned Jackson, and Aikman must have brought it up about 600 times. They're playing cover zero. Why doesn't he just try to beat them over the top? He just kept bringing it up, bringing it up, and he didn't do it. But really, the defense, Adam, is the thing to talk about with the Ravens because they've been a problem really all year long, even in these wins that they've had. When you look at the Ravens, Mike, right, we mentioned the Bengals game. They embarrassed the Ravens, the Bengals did, in Baltimore. It was a Jamar Jamar Chase show, and Joe Burrow was great. And then remember that game, that that Monday night game against the Colts, where it looked like the the Colts had the game. Carson Wentz went off of that game, had over 400 yards. I couldn't stop him. And it's not – look, I get Marcus Peters, their top corner, is out for the season, their top outside corner. Marlon Humphrey's also very good, but he plays also inside and outside. But it can't just be that. Their communication, their mistakes on the back end have been horrendous. I mean, Isaiah Ford, are you you kidding me with this thing? He crushed them last night. Albert Wilson, who had not been a factor at all this season, had a good training camp. He, he was unfortunately hurt earlier in the season. He has a great game. So, look, these mental errors that the Ravens are having on defense, it's crushing them. Uh, that was a bad loss last night. But, again, they're still really in it for the AFC North because there's not one favorite now. The 
Browns, who are my favorite to win a division, they're at five and four right now. You can't say they're going to do it. We mentioned the Bengals dropping off. Uh, so that division right now, to me, is completely wide open, the AFC North. Let's get to some of Sunday's games. We'll start with the Saints and the Titans, Adam. Uh, we actually have a lot of guys out in this game on both yeah. sides. Yeah, let's start with Trevor Simeon. We'll, we'll get a second straight start. I know they lost last week, but he's a guy that has started a bunch of games. This will be his 27th start for three different teams, the Broncos, who drafted him. The Jets, people probably forgot about that game that he started, and, of course, the Saints yes. last week. He did not lose the game. It was the the Saints defense that, for some reason, as good as they've been, I know there are some teams I've spoken with, Mike, that think they have the best 11 starters in the National Football League, but they did not play like it against Atlanta last week. Atlanta doesn't have Calvin Ridley, their best receiver, and it was no problem for Matt Ryan. He played a great game. So, so Taysom Hill will back up Simeon, and then here's the big injury. You alluded to it. Alvin Kamara did not practice this week. He is out. I look for Mark Ingram to be their main ball carrier. Now, here's another thing I think you're going to see on Sunday. Give some juice to their to their backfield. Taysom Hill, who had who had two passes last week and one run, look for him to get some wildcat package when he's he, he's there as the the single quarterback w without a running back in there to get bring some juice to the run game. They're going to have to do that. Their left tackle, Teron Armstead, is out going against a Titan team. I would argue right now, no team is playing better defense than the Titans, who I am surprised at. I cannot believe how they continue to win. I, I love the Rams last week. I'll admit it. I, I just didn't see it. I, I cannot believe I anyone the Titans go up against your Bills, right? They completely shut down the Chiefs for, to three points. Give it up for this this Titans defense, Mike. We cannot talk enough about them. Jeff Simmons, Autry, and Landry. The last three weeks, 10 sacks, eight turnovers. They're the number one defense right now to me in the National Football League. But the Titans are strange in this aspect to me, Adam. The last four weeks, of course, underdogs won all the games. Bills, Chiefs, yeah. Colts, oh, right. Rams, tremendous job. You look at the two times this year they were favored, they lost. Home to Arizona in week one, on the road to the Jets. I know they were missing all their wide receivers, but here we are again. Now the Titans are favorites at home. The Saints are banged up, but something just doesn't smell like with the line. Minus two and a half for Tennessee. It just feels like this could be a game where maybe it's their turn to struggle a little bit at the top of the AFC. I, I would say this. If Jameis Winston had been playing, and he's out for the season due to torn ACL, if they had Drew Brees, of course, and even Taysom Hill, I don't. I, I understand Taysom Hill missed two games due to concussion, so they just wanted to work his way back. And Simeon played well enough to win. You, you don't, the way that he closed the game, he gave him a chance to win. You don't want to bench him for that. And I agree with your assessment. At one of these weeks, just the way the league has gone this season, they're simply not going to show up. For whatever reason, they're just not going to have it. Remember week one, they got housed. They got embarrassed at home against the Cardinals. That's when Chandler Jones had five sacks. But since then, and I know Mike Vrabel coaches his coaches hard. Their coaches have done a phenomenal job on both sides of the football. This is just a really well-coached team that plays really well with, with energy at home. That Jet game, remember, as you said, they had a lot of players out. I, I If I had to pick a game, uh, it's the Titans, but you make a very fair point. In fact, all week I thought the Saints would keep, the, keep themselves in the game, but without Alvin Kamara... I just can't see it. So if I have to pick a side here, clearly it would be the Titans. It makes absolutely no sense uh, that the spread is as close as it is right now with Kamara now going to be out. You mentioned the Falcons before. I did want to bring them up because they won at New Orleans last week. Now they're going on the road again to Dallas on Sunday. The Cowboys got embarrassed by the Broncos at home. I want to take the, the Falcons this week with this nine points, Adam, but 
There's just something about this where the Cowboys are probably going to get right against the Falcon defense that's nowhere near as good as the Broncos. No, but I'll say this about the Falcons. Matt Ryan is doing a great job. Uh, you know, everybody wanted to put him out the pasture, get rid of him. Well, they couldn't because it was contract. They restructured it. It just made the dead money too big. No Calvin Ridley. No problem. They, they did a good job. They, they hung in there. Matt Ryan made some big plays. Cordell Patterson has been the breakout player of the year at 30 years old. I mean, who could predict this? This is the wildness that we love with the National, with the National Football League. All Cordero Patterson has been is a, a kickoff and punt returner who coaches I spoke to over the years said he's just a gadget guy. But Arthur Smith, the former Titans OC, you've got to give him credit. He's found a way, Mike, to use this guy, Cordero Patterson, the right way. No one could have predict, predicted this. He is the most improved player in the National Football League at 30 years old. He's a breakout player. Uh, listen, I gave him a chance. Now, another thing we need to mention about the Falcons here, actually two things. Uh, Dante Fowler, they're, they're, who's a pretty good pass rusher, might be activated off IR. Let's see what happens this weekend. He's been out for a bit. They could use him as a pass rusher. And then I, I, I think the other thing with the Falcons here is Tyron Smith, the left tackle, the Cowboys, he's not playing this week. He didn't play last week, and you saw what happened. Um, that was bad last week. They, they had real problems at left tackle, and that's a, real, that's a problem for them. Um, they don't have a viable left tackle to replace him, so that does worry me against this Falcons team. We've got 30 seconds, Adam. We'll come back and talk about the Browns and the Patriots, the Cardinals and the and the uh, Panthers. But Eagles in Denver this week. Do we give the Eagles a shot out at mile high? No. No. They're going to be over Matt. <laughs> look, look at Denver last week, what they what they did to Dallas. Come on, man. Look at, look at that. Uh, yeah. No, I think it's a very tough chore for them to go on a road. That's for sure. All right. For El Coast to Coast on a Friday, we're talking with Adam Kappel. We'll come back. All the other games on Sunday. We'll run through the key injuries and everything else with Adam Carver High in for Scotty. Today, we've got a lot more to do. Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Pharrell Coast to Coast. We are back right after this. Sports Professor Rick Carl inside the $1.3 trillion business of sports with your Sports News Minute. Netflix has been amazing historically and from a business perspective in cornering the market for consumers. Now they've made a calculated decision to get into gaming, dealing with a company called Bonus Accept to put together a process for Android devices, no commercials, gaming, streaming, continuous gaming opportunities, and they're testing it, but with Netflix testing and the consumer base, you know it's going to be successful. And then the next step may be alignment with other entities, maybe doing it on their own. And the bottom line is, as Netflix continues to offer content and sports, they're going to dabble more in sports and certainly more in gaming, because as we all understand, both of those go hand in hand. Sports Professor Ricardo, Sports News Minute. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Winning isn't a mystery. It's remaking the odds in your favor by developing a strategy through deftly applied expert information and insights. Where do you get this information? Right here. Well, duh. Get the winning edge. You're listening to Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Friday. Carver High in for Scotty. We are talking, as we always do on Friday, with uh, Sports Grid NFL insider Adam Kaplan. All right, Adam, the Browns and the Patriots. Really good one in Foxborough on Sunday. But unfortunately for the Browns, they are going to be without Nick Chubb. Yeah, this is a bad one. Unfortunately, he's on the COVID list. And uh, they, they said that he will not be able to be cleared in time for the game. So... Demetric Felton, who's another guy who's been a nice surprise to make the football team. He also is on the cover list, so he will not play. So Ernest Johnson will make his second career start, which was the first one was earlier this season. Against the Broncos, you might remember, on that Monday night game, he had, had over 140 yards, and he was terrific in that game. He was an underdrafted free agent, I believe, out of Central or Southern Florida. I can't remember, but one of the Florida schools. He's a guy that doesn't run very fast, but is very decisive and downhill. And you're talking about an offensive line, the Browns, Mike, who's, who's terrific, one of the top three offensive lines. And you know they're going to come in running the football with Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield, by the way, we should mention, practicing more this week than he has probably the last four weeks. So that's a good thing. He's got that bad left shoulder, which is going to have to be surgically repaired after the season. But in the end, it's going to be Dearness Johnson at running back. You know they're going to run the football. This is what they do. Defensively, they're in pretty good shape uh, injury-wise. But it's a story in this game. Also, we should mention, with injuries at both sides, both teams running back. Damian Harris, the starting running back for the Patriots, he and, and one of the backups, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, they both have concussions. Stevenson and Harris have not practiced this week. They're more to the doubtful side. When you don't practice during the week, you have concussion. You've got Saturday to get cleared, but that means you're not even to the last step of the protocol yet, so it's... It's going to be very, very iffy for those guys to get cleared. Making Brandon Bolden, the journeyman running back, who's been in the league since 2012 as the likely main ball carrier here if, if, if either of those guys don't get cleared. So this, to me, is a story of the running games for both teams. Both teams like to run it, pass it less. Very even contest, but my problem is the way that the Patriots are playing defense. I understand that they've been awful at home. They're great on the road. They're undefeated on the road, only one win at home. But to me, the way that the Pats are playing defense, they're confusing quarterbacks. You saw what they, they did against Herbert a couple weeks ago. They, they shut down Sam Darnold completely. Also, he got hurt in that game. So I, I just like the way the Patriots are playing defense. You know another thing, Mike, that the Patriots are doing? They're changing their coverages. A lot of man, a lot of zone. They're, they're one of the teams that mixes it up by 
the matchup. And to me, you want to confuse a young quarterback like Baker Mayfield by mixing up your coverages, man and zone. So it's going to be hard for the Browns. I know they're a good road team here, but I, I just find it hard to believe that they'll win in Foxborough. Uh, we got to knock the Patriots down a peg here, Adam. I mean, we had 20 years of misery with this team. They can't be back this quickly, okay? Everybody's getting pumped up. Patriots are back. Here we go. Mac Jones, the defense. Uh, we yeah. can't have it so fast, Adam. Can't we have one or two more years where the Patriots are a 500 team? Well, Please, Adam. The rest I, of the AFC East is right. begging you. <laughs> I know as a Bills fan, you love that. Here, here's the problem that I have with the Patriots. Yes, their defense has been great. And yes, Mac Jones, for by rookie standards, is certainly ahead of the curve, but they have trouble scoring. In the playoffs, when you need to score, the competition gets better against your Bills specifically. You're not going to win by scoring high teens, low 20s. And that's why, to me, they will not go far if they get a wild card. I still like your Bills to turn it around. Yes, they were awful last week against the Jaguars. You know, their offensive line has got injury issues. They're not protecting well. They've got two guys out on the offensive line. Although Brown should be back this week, the right tackle. Um, but Feliciano's out. It, it, I'm a little bit worried about them, but I'm not overly concerned. Every team, you said it earlier, and I, I thought there was a great point you made in the first segment, every team goes through a swoon. For whatever reason this season, I don't understand. <laughs> right when you want to back a team, something seems to happen. But the Patriots have been dominant in this uh, four-game winning streak, and I do expect them to beat the Browns. And last thing on Baker Mayfield in the passing game before we move on. I mean, you've been banging the drum, and so has Dane, for Donovan Peoples-Jones. Look at the yeah, big touchdown guy. catch last yeah. week. Right in there for OBJ. Gets a big touchdown catch. That's your guy, Adam. You've been pumping him up for weeks. Yeah, so here's what happened with, with this player. So according to a Michigan football source, he left. He decided to enter the draft, and they felt like he probably should not have entered the draft. They thought he wasn't ready. That's why he dropped to the sixth round, and it took him a while to get started. You saw him, though, fill in for OBJ last year, and he's going to do that now. Now, a couple weeks ago, he had a groin injury where he wasn't able to play. He actually got hurt in pregame warm-ups and missed two games, but he's back, did the great job last week. But, man, the Patriots seem to shut down those deep threats. He's a big guy who could run. I'm worried about it. I think the Browns will have trouble scoring. They're going to have to rely on the Ernest Johnson. You have a big game like he did against the Broncos when he had 146 on the ground. We're talking with Sports Grid NFL insider Adam Kaplan. All right, the Panthers and the Cardinals in Arizona on Sunday. A lot to talk about on both sides. First with Carolina, they surprise signed Cam Newton yesterday. Yeah. He's back in the mix, number one, Superman, the whole deal. P.J. Walker is expected to start, Adam, but... I saw Joe Brady today say they may get Cam in the mix on Sunday. Yeah, this is a super intriguing game, A, a due to injury on who might come in. Now, with Cam Newton, let's not forget, he was barely with the football team in 2020 before he signed with the Patriots. Remember, they cut him in the spring. So, and remember last year, there were no practices. You couldn't, you couldn't practice the offseason. So, he doesn't really know the offense. So, you can't have him start a game. But they did sign him to a deal that will be for the only this season. It's a good enough deal where he stands to make a decent amount of money if he starts several games. So when you really look at it here with Cam Newton, Mike, and he's healthy, by the way. He's made it very clear, and so to the team, that he's healthy. If P.J. Walker's not playing well, and they think Cam Newton in his two practices that he's going to get plus a walkthrough, it's really today's is his first full practice, and then tomorrow's walkthrough. He could get in there. You're right. And you know what? You could use him as a change-up quarterback if they feel like he could – Joe Brady could give him a package to place that he think he could handle. Hey, more power to them, and they're going to need it because the Cardinals have a great defense. One of the, to me, 
one of the top three to five defenses in the league. Now, uh, for the Cardinals, now, Kyler Murray did get some work in today. I get it's a late practice, about an hour. But now he's got a chance to play. It's his first practice in two weeks. DeAndre Hopkins, not not good. He's more to the doubtful side. He has not practiced since he got hurt. In fact, remember, he re-injured that hamstring against the Packers. He has not practiced since then. They're not ruling him out because he's a guy who's shown he could play without practicing very much, if at all. A.J. Green came off the COVID list. He will play. He got cleared to play. Chase Edmonds, who's sharing the, the, the playing time at running back with James Conner, who's been a, what a great story, comeback player of the year to me. James Conner's been incredible. They're going to need him with Chase Edmonds out with that bad ankle. This is a super intriguing game. If P.J. Walker get, could keep him in the game, he played for Matt Rule at Temple. I probably saw in person Mike Walker play half of his games at Temple. This is, remember now, back in 14, when they were a top 10 team, had they beaten Notre Dame? If you remember, Jalen Smith was there, um, several other good players for Notre Dame. They probably wouldn't have been a top five team with Matt Rule as Temple's head coach. But P.J. Walker now, several years later, is back together with Matt Matt Rule. And to me, he's sort of a Teddy Bridgewater type. Not a big guy at six feet, but he's got a little juice in his arm. And they got to get Christian McCaffrey going, Mike. He's not done well since he's come back from the injury. No, he is not. Uh, and the Cardinals, of course, eight and one, top of the NFC. And talk about this is a really nice portion of the schedule for Arizona to have these issues that they have had with Kyler Murray and Hopkins. I mean, they played the 49ers last week. I don't think the Niners are that great. They blew them out. They play the Panthers this week. They're going through a change with quarterback. If there was a time for Arizona to have these injury issues, Adam, it's now. And they're still at the top of the conference. Yeah, they're look, I know Pharrell said he picked them to win the conference. Uh, actually to win division, which is also a ballsy call because I love the Rams this year, and I still think the Rams could, could get the division. So they have a game, a game at home right here. They should win. Then they're at Seattle. And do not sleep on Seattle. They were playing really good defense. It's almost certain Russell Wilson will play this week. We'll see how he throws the ball with, with that surgically repaired middle finger. That's not going to be easy. Um, but their schedule, then then they have the Bears. Then they play the, the rematch of the Rams. Remember, now the Cardinals absolutely embarrassed the Rams, 37-20, to 20, earlier this season in Week 4, where the Rams, for whatever reason, they just didn't have it that week. This is yet another example. You just don't know week to week. But their schedule isn't too bad for the Cardinals. They, they clearly are the favorite in the NFC West right now. I don't think there's any doubt about it. The question is, though, can anyone get them? In the NFC, with a um, not, it's not as wide open as the AFC is, but I do believe the Rams are going to have something to say about the division before it's all said and done. I agree with you on the Rams. I think they are definitely going to have something to say by the end of the season. All right, let's get some fantasy intel. Yeah. We're going to go to a game in MetLife between the Bills and the Jets, where the Bills, Adam, are getting back a key piece that they have missed the last couple of weeks. Yeah, you know it's funny. We we rarely talk about. Uh, fantasy in the segment. I wanted to start doing it occasionally when I think there's something, a good nugget. So I talk to the Bills quite often. I know uh, a lot of people there. And they have loved Dawson Knox, your team. The Bills have loved Dawson Knox since they drafted him two years ago. He's just had a lot of bad luck. Minor injuries. You know, he's missed five games. He was on the COVID list last year. He breaks his hand. But let's not forget, before he broke his hand this season, he had five touchdowns and, and, uh, and 21 receptions. In his first six games, he doesn't catch the ball a lot because you know who else they're thrown to there. Uh, Diggs and um, and just all the, the, the pass targets that they have. Uh, Beasley's terrific as their slot receiver. They're just they're really good at wide receiver, but they've missed that vertical threat. The one thing that the Bills said to me about Knox is, 
You don't find athletic tight ends like this guy anywhere. And they play a Jet team at MetLife. And when you look at the Jets, they're one of the worst teams at covering the tight end. He, he, he practiced fully this week. He absolutely should be able to get a touchdown. They give him about eight targets per game, uh, two tight ends. And remember, Marcus May, their top safety, is out for the season for the Jets. He tore his Achilles. He's on IR. I think he gets right back on track, four to five catches and a touchdown. And they've got to get Josh Allen going. Get his confidence going. I, you can't blame us all on the offensive line. I think Josh Allen's got to draw up the play like it's supposed to be done. And and, and and here's another thing. Why are they throwing the ball over 50 times? The game is close. Yeah. They've got to run the ball better. I, I know that – well, I'm sorry. I know Moss is hurt you know, with a concussion, but they got to get the running game going. The running game has not been there this season at all. I, I agree with you. They're getting their right tackle, Spencer Brown, back on Sunday as well, it looks like, so maybe that will help them yeah. out. Staying in that game with this, like – I know that coaches and general managers, they, they want to win games, but if I'm Joe Douglas and Robert Sala this week, Adam, I have to secretly be hoping that Mike White throws a dud up there because the oh. walls are, like, starting to close in. The fans are going wild. The locker room's even chanting for this guy. They've got the second overall pick in Zach Wilson, who's sitting there. Now he's doing press conferences. Uh, he looks like he wants to be back in Provo. I, I mean, I know they want to win, Adam, but they also got to want to see White fall on his face. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you this. Talk to them privately. They love Zach Wilson. Um, they love his ability to learn. He just, you know, unfortunately got hurt with PCL sprain. Uh, they got lucky it's only a grade one sprain, uh, but they, he needs to play. I, you know what's great about this situation, though? They never would have known about Mike White, who did not have a good training camp. He, right. he I give him credit. He was amazing in the game, in the win over the Bengals, and he looked good before he hurt that right hand. His hand's fine now. Obviously, he's going to start. Uh, he took all the reps this week, but Mike White, if, if nothing else, they found their new number two quarterback of the future and a guy that no one thought could make it, but it's a nice story. Like Dane was saying earlier, this guy maybe now has got himself a backup gig in the NFL for the yeah. next few years just because he showed that he can go there One and play. Game. Adam, enjoy the, enjoy the games this weekend. I'll talk to you again on Monday, Adam. How about that? You got it, you man. I'll see you then. Love enjoy it, the games. Look forward to it. Thanks, man. <laughs> Adam Kaplan right there for El Coast to Coast. We will come back after this. Me and Dane will wrap it up. NBA tonight, NHL tonight, UCLA Villanova, a lot to do. We keep rolling on Coast to Coast after this. This is the Technology Minute with George Capalbo. In any Hollywood blockbuster sci-fi disaster movie when a giant asteroid is hurtling toward the Earth... Would you please tell us what would happen if this meteor struck us? Plan A... Blow it up. But in reality, NASA's Planetary Defense Office can calculate the orbit of any Earth-threatening asteroid. So instead of... You can just, decades earlier, give an asteroid a little push. NASA's DART mission launching shortly plans to practice changing asteroid orbits by crashing a spacecraft at 15,000 miles per hour into the non-Earth-threatening asteroid Didymus and its moon to gently change its orbit. Because, well, someday, maybe, otherwise... A massive rock would cause a crater 50 miles across and 5 miles deep. Follow me, at Capelmo on Twitter and stay Tune to the Technology Minute for more cool stuff like this. Hold up. 
Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. There's listening to SportsGrid, then there's listening to SportsGrid. You know you're doing it right when friends ask you about the week's matchups, the wife is happy, and your teenager regards you with quiet awe. Here's your slippers, Dad. Keep listening to SportsGrid Radio on Sirius XM. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a pain-free Friday. Carver High and Dane Martinez here with you about to wrap things up. All right, Dane, in-game live tonight, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. You have got yourself a full slate. Let's look at the NBA. The Knicks are in Charlotte tonight. Knicks, one-and-a-half-point favorites at the Hive. The Bucks, one-point favorites in Boston against the Celtics. My Cavaliers laying four-and-a-half against the Pistons tonight. The Nets are in the New Orleans. The Pelicans, one-and-eleven. Look out. Give me the Nets minus eight-and-a-half, Dane. Let's go. Yeah, I'm with you. The Pelicans are blunt guts trash. That is not a big enough number for the Nets. I like Milwaukee on the road laying only the one. And listen, your Cavaliers, even without Sexton, have looked good. I like that. The one point I'll make to you, Carve, have you noticed the totals have started to inch down across the board in the NBA? Check that out. It's not the same way it's been last year. It certainly has not. The Kings are in Oklahoma City against the Thunder. Road favorite for Sacramento. Never fun. The Suns minus one and a half in Memphis. The Blazers are in Houston against the Rockets. And the Mavs and the Spurs, who I feel like are playing for the 15th time already this year. The Mavs minus three in San Antonio. I like Memphis making a statement here. This young team has been good early on. I think they can plant a flag against the defending Western Conference champions. Give me the points in the Memphis Grizz tonight. Uh, the Hawks are in Denver against the Nuggets. They played a couple weeks ago in Atlanta. The Hawks won. I like them again tonight. The Bulls and the Warriors, a good one out in San Fran, minus five and a half. The Timberwolves and the Lakers in Staples, minus two there. Dane, you also have Villanova and UCLA, a top five college basketball Jesus. game. You have a whole bunch of NHL as well. Enjoy the games this weekend, Dane. Always good to see you, my USA, friend. Mexico, baby. Let's go. USA, Red, Mexico. The day right. after Veterans Day. Give me the United States of America. I believe that we will win. 
We got a World Cup qualifier tonight, too. All right, thanks to Kaplan, Doc, Mafia, everybody. We'll see you on Monday. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.